You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 45 of the Goddamn Fools. I'm Evan. I'm Bianca. Eric. And that's why. our feedback. Every time I, like, I got this on the le- left, so every time I move to adjust something, it, uh, yeah, you get that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, take, take a moment out on iTunes, uh, subscribe, make sure you subscribe, rate us, leave a comment. Yes. All right. Um, help us out. Uh, what up, yo? How was your week? Week was good. Um... Has it been a week? Bianca looked at me like I was crazy for asking wait, wait, wait. our week. Going six days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's been a week. Recorded on Monday because yeah, we Monday was Labor Day. Day. It don't Labor Day feels like it was the last month. Yeah, so, absolutely. Oh Yo, the time's just flying by. Yo, I'm like <laughs> exhausted, like always. When am I not exhausted? We were, we were sitting in the office Friday, and my coworkers were like, "This is only a four day week." Yo, it feels like we've been here for fucking ever. Absolutely. No, yeah. it felt no, it felt terrible. Yeah, and. Didn't do anything Friday. Sat in the house. We went to Hooks yesterday. I watched you niggas sing karaoke. I got drunk. <laughs> yeah, y'all really got me singing karaoke like I'm 26 again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was a good time, though. We had a uh-huh. lot of fun. My family was out. All of our, well, Most of our friends came out. Um, we haven't done that in a really long time. I appreciate you niggas wanting to do things on the East End, too, so I can just float three minutes up the street and go to fuck home, too. Yeah. I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's right up the mountain. Well, I took ended up taking the highway. The highway is actually quicker. Up and down the hill, baby. But it's still it's still ten within minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's still close enough, 10, 15. I couldn't even listen to a whole song riding up the street to go home. Whatever. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing happened when we went to Johnny B's, when y'all. When we were sitting Johnny B's lot one weekend. I was wasted. I was like, yo. <laughs> I'm gonna have to leave my car here. It's, like, it's a few minutes away. Don't do that, kids. Don't drink and drive. It's bad news. It's bad news. Oh god. No, we had really good fun. Um, I'm rusty as fuck in karaoke, dog. Yeah, I was listening to this thing. I was listening to this thing and saying, uh, I couldn't even rap. I was like, yo, oh, oh, three, me and my girlfriend. I was like. Like, this nigga messed up a word? I yo, like, I messed up the words. <laughs> this is a very popular word. Not the whole, not every word, but there's, you know, words that, are, I mean, we've done this shit where I haven't even have to, had to look at the, right. at the lyrics, and I'm like, oh, shit. So, I was, I was also sober when we uh, did that song, so it was like. Sober. Yo, because you That's can't. That's funny. You can't just dive in karaoke. It was like kind of like this podcast. Like, we started doing this podcast, and we were like had a little liquor in us every episode now we're just fucking drinking water <laughs> for starters we used to record on thursday nights yeah niggas yeah, like yeah. to drink on thursday nights it is sunday yeah absolutely that's that's the big difference i will be there. going to have a few beers and that's the extent of my drinking for the day <laughs> it's all i got in me man it's uh the first football sunday of the year yeah the, um the streets are already already full of people the bars are already crowded there's a there's one <laughs> They're saying that they might not do anything with this anthem rule for the 2018. So they might. They might. They might as well leave it be. Scrap it. Get your money. Nike already uh, kind of making that decision for you, son. (laughs) (laughs) So they showed the they showed the cap commercial during the game on Thursday. We were in the bar. Yeah. It was maybe like it was like maybe like ten of us were sitting at the table, and you can see us. There's like some older people that were at the bar. They were like, "What the hell is this?" They heard Colin's voice. So that's too bad. They recognize Colin Kaepernick's voice. Yeah, then they yeah, all... that's that's amusing to me in, in itself. Yeah, they they did. You know, when people hate things, they zero in on it. They know. Yo, I, I watched I watched that whole commercial and then didn't realize it was Colin Kaepernick's voice until he started talking in the end, and I was like, oh, that's been the same voice this whole commercial. <laughs> wow. 
Kyle you Kyle are Kyle. useless. He's been in the news for the whole week. They talk about this Nike shit. Everyone goes, hmm. I wonder who this is in this commercial. What's going on? Who is that? This new voiceover guy here, huh? But, <laughs> they got his picture all over the place now. Yeah, it's everywhere. I sent the picture to y'all the other day on 34th Street, right near the, the, the Macy's. So it's like right in the town of Manhattan. I want to say 34th between like 7th and 8th Ave. Mm. Right near the Garden, right near uh, Macy's flagship store. Big ass billboard with his with his face in the phrase in the, uh, from the commercial, not the commercial, the. Uh, the stills they've been doing for the Just Do It campaign. Yeah. So they had that up there. I know, I know folks have been, uh, haven't been happy, but they'll get over it. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? An article came out this morning um, in regards to Colin. And uh, it was, it was about, you know, his protesting and the deal with Nike. Mm-hmm. And it was from the veteran who apparently killed um, Osama bin Laden. Oh, one of the seals. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And he came out in support of Colin. Hey, the who killed Osama is with him. I'm with him. I'm with you, brother. And it's it's funny because again, and I think we said this on the podcast before, but like, I don't think that the people who are so angry about this realize that when Colin decided that he wanted to start protesting, the first thing he did was sit down and speak to a veteran about how to do this respectfully. Yeah, because, well, yeah. Well, he was sitting down at first. He sat down at first yep. and then spoke with the. So I think Nate Boyer reached out to him. Nate Boyer used to be the kicker. Yeah, he said was, for the Seahawks. He talked to him. Oh, That's he used he to be a kicker. Oh, I, 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 I think he used to play. Okay, I think he used to be but, a kicker uh, for the, so for the Seahawks. Colin ended up reaching out to him and mm-hmm. said, "What's the most respectful way I could, you know, still, you know, be respectful to both you guys, but still, uh, right, still make a stand." Yeah, right. Um, and he said, you know, take a knee. That's what we do. We take a knee when a sol- there's a fallen soldier. Just, you know, it's just the most respectful way. Mm-hmm. And he did that. And and this is, and everybody has known this since he did it. It was like maybe two, three weeks. It came out after the first time he knew. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know, man. And <laughs> no, they, just want, they, they didn't care. They don't care about vets. <sighs> this was just something for them to latch on to. Uh, like the girl that used to work at ESPN. Oh, what's that white girl's name? Uh, Brittany McHenry. Mm-hmm. Brittany McHenry, yep. Yeah, yeah. The one who got, who was clearly racist because that, she. That loser bitch. Remember, or not racist, but she just thinks she's better than everybody. No, remember that, that shit when loser. she was. Uh, she's a loser. Remember when th- that video came out when she That's was why she got talking fired. shit to. No, she didn't. She got suspended for that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she, she got suspended. She cussed out a tow truck worker. Like, yeah. you know who I am. You're just working here. Like, nigga, You're no. working at a fucking tow truck. I said, bitch, I don't know who you are. You're not a first take or nothing like she that. She was job shaming like a motherfucker. She was. <laughs> Fuck her. That's why nobody like her dumbass now. <laughs> Good lord. But uh, yeah, so shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Shout out to all y'all um, cutting up your Nikes and uh, burning them. Nike said thanks for the money um, and there's yeah, no refunds. That doesn't make sense. Fuck you. You could give them to homeless veterans who need clothes, but uh, and they really care. They're, they're, really they're, really they're not even burning no fire shit. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't seen nobody burning their 11s. Nah. No off-whites. Your Prestos ain't going no, to fire oh, either. Oh, no, they ain't burning shit with a Jordan logo. You crazy? No, they burning, like, the Air Monarchs that they've had since 1983. <laughs> <laughs> Some musty-ass socks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. No fire. No, nothing fire went, went in. Yeah, but shout-out to Colin Kaepernick. Um, what, do y'all, what do y'all think? Of, how y'all feel about the season? Week one. How you feel about the Patriots? How you feel about the Cowboys? Uh-huh. Bianca? <laughs> I'm a Browns fan over here. So. <laughs> a Browns fan? <laughs> nah, look. Like, 
I'll keep it real. I think I think the Browns. Like I'm excited to watch the Browns. It's kind of like how I felt the last few years what with, you the, think, with what the, the Jaguars, with the with the with NBA, with the Thunder back in the day when they were nice oh, and yeah. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get that. I got the same feeling wanting to watch the Browns. What do you think they go put in Baker? Yo, Tyrod ain't no slouch, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's on a one year deal. This might be a one year. Maybe. It depends on if they're in the playoffs, out the playoffs. I think once if they get eliminated from the playoffs early, I think it'll it'll be time for Baker. You can't you can't bench your start your number one pick mm-hmm. for the whole season. Not a quarterback. Nah, this yeah. shit ain't gonna fly. I know, it, it, they're gonna try it, it, to though. They, yeah, they're gonna try I mean, to. You can. I there's not really a rule, but uh, I guess we'll see, man. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. But I, I am excited to watch them. I'm excited to see Josh Gordon back on that field. I think it's raining there today, so who knows what's gonna happen? They got some weapons, man. Um, as far as the Cowboys go, I'm excited to see the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking Randy Gregory is in some shit again already. <laughs> already. <laughs> already. So I don't know. Yeah, some some rumors are coming down right now that uh, he felt that he uh, that he, he broke he protocol. Felt, yeah, he failed another drug. He p- potentially failed another drug test in August. He just got re. Reinstated. Reinstated. Right. July, August. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, so we'll see what goes on there. But I'm excited to see the defense. Offense, not so much. But I do I, I guess I am excited to see who what like who stands out in the receiving court. He's gonna give you eighteen hundred this year. He I mean, but if the, he gonna be fresh out of the receivers the receivers have to catch the balls if yeah. if they want Zeke to give eighteen hundred. Because if you, if they're not catching the balls, if they're not playing well, yeah, they're just gonna stack the box and it'll be a wrap from there. Yeah. I think Pat's will you know, win our eleven, twelve, thirteen games this year. Nothing out of the ordinary. Um defense is gonna suck. So it's gonna be shootout city. <laughs> it's gonna shoot out boy, I'm telling you. I, the secondary is all right, but that front seven, they can't rush a goddamn thing unless that's changed <laughs> since the Super Bowl. Because I don't think I think they sacked I don't think I don't think they recorded a sack in the Super Bowl. Really? And I don't Ugh. think so. And they brought in Adrian Claiborne, who I've seen have a good game his whole life. That game he had six sacks against y'all when the uh, when your old starting lineman got hurt when he was in Atlanta. But uh, you know Brady's got nobody to throw to until Julian Edelman comes back. Gronk will be hurt for part of the season. Um, there's randoms in the backfield. <laughs> He's going to throw to Chris Hogan for the next four games and Gronk, and we'll see what happens. They're trying to get Cordell P- uh, Patterson up to speed. But he's a special teams guy. They're gonna try to get him as a wide out. Yeah. Can he catch? I've seen that before. Who knows for sure? Can he run a fucking route? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows for sure? Knows. I just know he's fast. So I would just yeah, run in a straight line, run past him. Yeah, pretty much. And Brady will get you the ball. But it's gonna be a shootout today. I think a 35-31 for the score today. Um, I know everybody's ranting and raving about the Texans defense, but. They've never really scared me. Every time we've played them, we've at least put up 30. <laughs> so I'm not really worried about J.J. Watt. they got to stay healthy. J.J. Watt and his fucking wood cabin, chopping wood, whatever the fuck he did in that commercial. All right. So why don't you stand under that axe then? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> no, I won't do that. Uh, B, how you feeling about your favorite player, Dak Prescott? Excuse me? Your favorite player, Dak Prescott. How you feeling about him? I don't understand the question. <laughs> his nay, this nay, yeah. this nay. Yeah. Yeah, is, I don't even know how to talk. What's that is, shit called? Is that pig Latin? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't really have a response for that. I'm still not certain I plan on watching any amount of minutes of football this year. So 
Um, <laughs> Should start in 24 minutes. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have really, I don't have any intention of watching football today. I got to go to the mall, um, and then I want to do some reading because I start school in two weeks. Folk um, school, cop a pound. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I can't see myself cheering for the Cowboys, yo. I just, I can't do it. I don't know. <laughs> I really like. <laughs> This is sort of conflict in our soul right now. Yo, it really is, and it's such—it's oh, been man. such an exhausting relationship before all of this happened. Before that, they just used to disappoint her. Now they're now they're shitty on top of it. Now they're like racist and shitty and tap dancing, and it's a lot. You know, I've left relationships for less, so it's really like it's really like what is happening here. Um, what if they had tap dancing shoes on though? They ain't Savion Glover. Do people tap dance anymore? Sorry. Yes. Yeah, they do. Savion Glover. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Who's yeah, that? Do. Tap dancer. Is he related to Donald Glover? He is not. Uh-huh. He's from up this way. Donald Glover is from Atlanta. He uh-huh. also announced that he's on his last tour. He did. Donald Glover? Yep. Last. So wait, Childish Gambino's on his last tour. What if he rebrands himself? It's just Donald Glover all the way around. I don't know. Donald got shit to do, bro. TV show. Virgin yeah, in movie career. He's in a movie with Rihanna. That's no. coming out soon. Mm, all right. I saw the pictures from that. From the, I think they were shooting in Cuba. All so right. he got shit to do other than make mediocre music. All right, Donald. All right, Donald. He's a real talent. <laughs> all right, let's get into some of these fucking topics we got. Um, we're not going to discuss the power because it is uh, 12 o'clock, 12 noon on Sunday, and they had me go out for karaoke last night. So, uh, say, tell the truth. You just haven't watched this shit yet. No, and then I woke up this morning and my wife is at work, so I'm just like, eh. There we go. Eh. Why he explain all that? I, Why he go through all that? Why he just say he didn't watch the shit? But we, we wanted to record early, I so I would have probably, probably would have only got halfway through it by the time y'all got here, so we would just, it just, just, fuck y'all, man. You got more, you got more excuses than a nigga in court, shit. bro. <laughs> I watched it at 3 a.m. last night, um. If you if you did watch, yeah, you wild. Uh, I don't know how you fucking. Stay. I was too oh, wired. Oh, night owl over here. I was too wired from singing to fall right asleep, but I had mad shit on my mind yesterday, just in general. I was just in a real like piss poor mental state yesterday. So like <laughs> going out with everybody really helped, but then I got home and it was like, all right, back to the cycle of bullshit that runs on my brain like a fucking wheel. You all right? You want to talk about it? Uh, not really. No. Um, why? Why? You never want to talk about anything, yo. It's I know. like we're not your friends. I know. Um. You don't, Evan, Evan. Uh, it's, no, you know what it is, like... People with psych degrees, they're nuts, bro. <laughs> Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is, it's just, I'm, like, I've always dealt with stuff pretty much by myself. Like, it really has to get to a point where I feel kind of pushed to a corner where I start to kind of speak about things. Okay. So what you're telling us is you're not going to go on Instagram and write an eight-part story on how you're feeling about things? Correct. Right. At least she does. It'll be in better English than it was I don't, for um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't do venting on social media of any kind. Um, it's just not what I do. So if, I'm, if I tweet something and you think it's about my personal life, more than likely it is not. If I post something on Snapchat or Instagram, I don't I don't vent my issues on social media. I, I learned not to do that many many years ago. It's probably about school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'm if I'm real upset and I'm ranting, it's it's more than likely some shit that's you know not that serious or it's just school pissed me off because it has a tendency to do that. But um, so <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I ain't read Nas's uh, 
There was more writing on that Instagram post than there was on his last album. <laughs> Very true. He only had seven songs on his last album, and there were only not, about two or three minutes Nasir of did not write that much on that album. That's a fact. Um, I did read it. I read the whole thing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so, I got so to one. Give us a recap. So, oh, that's what I did. A breakdown. So basically what Nazir is saying is... Um, you know, we we talked about this in the podcast some episodes Khalees, ago. Khalees yeah. accused him of uh, putting her hand, they, putting his hands on her. She also admitted to putting her hands on him. They yes. Just, you know, she said they had a physical relationship. Yes. Um, so he finally comes out and says, I never hit her. Or a re- relationship where things got physical. As I said that, I knew that didn't sound right. Sorry. But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he said, I never hit her. Um, she did hit me, and I did... Uh, you know, restrain her in ways when I should have just left after that occurred. Um, he said, you know, I wasn't the best husband. I did, I did cheat on her. She was uh, super jealous because of that. And it, it destroyed our relationship. It destroyed our prof- professional relationships with people. I've lost deals because of her. She's lost deals because of her. Um, nobody in my family liked her. She mistreated my daughter. Yep. Um, I have to fight to see my son. And then every time that I win in court, she comes out with something crazy yeah. to try to counteract that. Um, all I want to do is see my son. You try to poison him against me. Um, I'm not the type of person to even do anything public like this or address anything like this on social media. I'm too old for that, but I've really had enough. It's been, you know, 10 some odd years of being silent, of you just defaming me constantly in the media and this is going to be my only statement on this ever um all i want is a relationship with my son at one point i even had to pretend like i wanted to get back together with you just to have access to my son um yeah it was ugly it was ugly and he said he made a comment about why do you keep making me relive this divorce so many years later when you're already remarried um, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> I want to thank Bianca and everybody that in my mentions from the other day that <laughs> summarized this for me because uh, I wasn't reading all that shit. I got through part one. I, I, and it was very poorly written, by the that's way. That's my thing. <laughs> I got two degrees. One of them's a political science. I did a lot of writing in college, so I can't do bad grammar. If you're texting somebody, that's one thing. But like long form written, there's no breaks. It's one long ass paragraph. Yeah. It's terrible grammar. I was just looking at this. I can't do this. Oh, that's when you know the emotions are kicking in too. And he's just long winded. Yeah. He even said the grammar in here is bad. Please don't judge me. He started started out. Yeah. He gave a disclaimer up front. At least he was so poor that I couldn't get through it. At least you know his publicist didn't write it. I wish they would (laughs) have. It had been broken up. A few paragraphs, you know what I'm saying? It'd have been, it'd have been a more uh, succinct, succinct, complete thought. Oh man! Because that nigga wrote like he was writing his goddamn diary. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, what do y'all, what do y'all think? Um, first of all, you don't this social media shit ain't needed. Like, not everybody. I wonder what happened to spark this, but all this shit ain't needed. My assumption would be that once the. that story came out. I think it came out over the summer, right? Yeah. When Khalees spoke to whatever, probably whatever, whatever publication she spoke to. These months blend together at this point. No, they do. Yeah. They do. Only reason I know months change is when weather changes. Um, <laughs> but my assumption would be that that happened. He's had. He's been doing his thing as like a venture capitalist too. 
So you get all that money he's been making from, you know, investing wisely. Like he invested in Lyft before anybody else didn't make him like $40, 50000000 million. Shit. So he's got an influx of money coming in too. I think he's worried that all this negative press could fuck up that. And if they go back to court, for whatever reason, she could be trying to get some more money out of him for whatever. From how it sounds though, his son's like eight or nine. The kid's probably well taken care of. She, like he said, she's remarried. She's moved on. He's been in a relationship with Nicki Minaj for whatever fucking reason he did that dumb shit. But, you know. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that, too. Uh-huh. Um, see, yeah. what, see what happens when you let people from Southside Queens and the Bronx into places? Bad things happen. Yeah, it's just, it's talk, like talk, this is one of, domestic violence is one of those topics where you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't talk about, you know what I mean? Yeah, because absolutely. I think- absolutely. I think, it never you know, ma- talking about it never makes it any better. Not talking about it never really makes it any better. Right. So it's... And I think when you have a situation where, like, she put her hands on him, he put his hands on her, he's always going to look worse in that situation. Right, Absolutely. right. No yeah. matter what. Absolutely. So even if she instigated the original domestic she, violence... She could punch him in the face 15 times. He could punch her back once. And not saying that's what happened, just saying as an example. Right. And... and Everybody would look at him. There's only one yes. way to handle it, and it's like whole handle it in the elevator. <laughs> is to block and move. Stick and move, baby. Block and move. There is nowhere to move in that elevator either. No, but he managed though. He hit crafty, he hit crafty motherfucker, be that big, and I get hit in that little right. ass space. Absolutely, because um, she could have actually actually done some damage in that elevator. Yeah, he, he's like. Yeah, I've seen him in concert. He's like six two, six three. Yeah, and Beyonce just kind of stood there, still looking glorious. She was in the corner, like. Damn, that's crazy. That's just, wild. Damn, that's wild. You just gonna swing on my husband like that? I mean, hey, do your thing. I'm out of it. Alrighty then. Um, but, but yeah, so like, I mean, he's always gonna look worse. He's always gonna be seen as the aggressor, whether he is or not. You yeah, know, and we yeah. saw this with um, the story that finally came out. I mean, and this was years after what happened with Rihanna and Chris Brown. But I mean, it took years for like the full story to come out where it was like, you know, they were hitting each other in the car. And even when it came out, niggas still didn't care. Right. You know, but, but that's, I think that was whatever happened there was much different. Yeah. I feel like it was a lot more extreme. Yes. Um, Yes. As I say that though, we don't know what happened with him and Khalees. So I can't even really say that for sure. But because there's pictures and pictures change fucking everything. Everything, I I had an idea they got into a fight. You don't, you don't bite nobody unless y'all in a fight. They said he bit. He bit. Yeah, her. he did. He did bite her. Fucking bitter. Um. So that was really ugly. But you know what I'm saying. So even when it came out afterwards that she was kind of hitting him and 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 yeah. whatever, um, that they were hitting each other. It's like you know he's. Even though it's wrong that she hit him too, he's always going to be seen as the aggressor. And I'm not defending Chris Brown because right. his behavior has always been disgusting. It's still yeah. disgusting. Yeah, right. Like yeah. <laughs> there's no excusing. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, I, I just think. It's sad to see somebody who is a legend in our community kind of get humanized. In a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. In our eyes, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know, we, we've always looked up to, to people like Nas. And, and, and what, what are they, like, I feel like I heard this saying a few times the past week. I don't know why, but uh, what do they say? Never meet your legend or never no, meet no, your idols because you'd yeah. be disappointed. So, but you know the thing, too, it's yeah. different. You, you know, you hear about people that you put them on a pedestal, they might cheat or something. People kind of expect that if you're in a public eye, you might stray away from your relationship. But when you hear things like this, like putting hands on people, people weren't handling their you know, financial responsibilities yeah. to children and shit, it makes it, a, makes it a lot different than somebody just finding out, oh, well, he cheated on his wife. Nobody really gives a shit about that. Nah, not at all. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's just like it's a shitty situation, man. And then by bringing it back up months later, you just you know you're re-sparking the conversation. We right. not for nothing, which is bad, but uh, yep. we forgot about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I wasn't thinking about uh, Nas and Khalees when I woke up the other morning. So. Speaking of shitty relationships. Did either of you watch about the Bobby Brown story? <laughs> I caught pieces of it. I did. I did. I watched it. Listen, anything with no addition of Bobby Brown, I'll watch. Because yeah. their life was a, has I been actually put in a, a Bobby Brown show. And continues to be a shit show. I actually show. put in a Bobby Brown song at karaoke last night. I heard somebody. The motherfucker said, ooh, I never had nobody did Bobby Brown before. Put it down. And then I walk away. He starts playing Mad New, new Edition. But that's not karaoke. And then play some Bobby Brown songs. And then he's like, all right, that's it for the night. See you later. Yeah. Fuck. Brown story was on BET on the fourth and the fifth. Um, it was like a continuation from New Edition. So it starts yep. when he leaves the groove, and he does his first album, King of Stage. So kind of, kind of what was going on while some of in the, the New Edition, yeah, and yeah. interim bet- um, between when he left and when they came back together for the first part, anyway. Yeah, they show a little bit of how he grew up um, separate from the group because he's the one that actually started the group and then got kicked out. But all that happened, all that wild shit that happened. Happened before he was 21. Yo, it's crazy to that think. That shit is like, wild. Yo, I Googled the other day. I'm like, yo, how old is Bobby Brown now? He's not even 50. 49. Yes. Uh, yes. Yo, I just seen pictures of Salma Hayek the other day looking fine as fuck, and she's like 52. 52. Mm-hmm. So did I. Bobby Brown is only 49. 49. Mm-hmm. Still eight lifetimes already. Only 50. Bobby Brown is younger than my mother. Same. Younger than both my parents by a decent amount too. Yeah, no, like, no, I think my, quite a few years. Him, him and my mom were, were born the same year, but he's younger than my, like a little younger. Yeah, he's a year. Or maybe he's a little older. So yeah, I don't exactly. Know. But yeah, yo, it's that's wild. Wild shit. All, like all that, all that shit that happened between you know New Edition and when they got back together in the nineties. I think it was ninety six. They got back together, all six of them. That all happened before, like they were like. In their mid to late twenties, mm-hmm. because all that happened before they were thirty. Yo, I remember when uh when Bobby Brown came on the Ja Rule song, and I know y'all getting bored, but I'm so upset they, did, they didn't recreate that. I know, right? That would be what a what a situation. But he was only what 32, 31, 32 is my age. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like I remember being a kid, being 13, 14, looking at that like, oh Bobby Brown, he's old as hell now, and it was like. He's you don't even realize, granted, he was like the, in his thirties. Grant, right, barely. That's what I'm saying. My age right now. Granted, all, in the, his all the drugs, you know, he had a stroke. All of that adds up. So you, you know, when you're 49, you've been through all of that. You, uh, you're, gonna, you're probably you gonna look, look every a little bit older. Of that yeah, you probably gonna look. He's probably lived two lives already. So two, shit, maybe more. Shit, me. I'd um, say it's more around like four. Yeah, yeah. the eight yeah. lifetimes already. No, uh, the, only, the thing with the story was like it was it was dope. It was cool. The last 30 minutes were sad as fuck, bruh. Yeah. Last 40 or whatever. However long it was with all those fucking commercials. I don't even know how long it really was. But uh, four people died in a 30-minute span. It's like, man, you really had to end it with the four deaths, bruh. Yeah. I mean, like, just... He's still alive. They, they killed Raina again. <laughs> Yo, they killed... They killed Raina like shit again. Yo. Again. Yo, me and my wife are watching. And just, <laughs> she's like... She's like, oh, Raina's back from the dead. And I'm like, not for long. Not for long. <laughs> from the- I'm like, don't worry, she'll be sad again. <laughs> Pretty soon. Very sad. Give it some time. Oh, not to, you know. But they said it happened. All, his, 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 uh, his, fa- his mother, his father, mm-hmm. Whitney, Bobby Christine, all happened within the course of like two, three years. Yes. Oh. It was like back to back. It was all like back to back. 
So in TV time, that shit really is 30 minutes. Exactly. And that's why the last bit of the movie went the way it did. I, I just wish they didn't end it kind of that way. You know what I mean? That was more of the thing. It kind of ended it that way, and that was, it was like, all right, you couldn't like add 15 minutes to the back end, maybe do this. You know, they tried to. to try. <laughs> little dumbass cooking out the end where someone's yeah. performing uh, every little step I, every yeah, little step it's I like, take. Right, we're going to end this with a cookout. Yeah. A barbecue. A barbecue. I only had, only had a few problems with the movie that uh, the kid, that Bobby didn't age from 16 to the present. Yeah, that was weird. He was sitting at the table with his kids, and I'm like, are those his kids or his siblings? <laughs> that was probably They didn't put no grays in it. They did put that little droop in his mouth, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Try to give him the Bobby Brown jaw. Didn't work. Yeah. It, only, it was only for a minute. Um, that, they made his newest wife, who was the EP on this, executive <laughs> producer, look like the fucking savior of the world. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And then um, his sister came out and was like, bitch, nobody like you. <laughs> yes. On Facebook. Yes. I meant Bobby's still off. Yep. She was upset. She, she was said upset. Bobby's still off? No. She was on Facebook going off. She was oh, like, bitch, nobody okay. like you. We don't fuck with you. Why is this like this? That happened. Then. But you know, I'd like to see a little more of a new edition because they're cool now. But Well, the, uh, they're, actually, you know, they're actually coming like in two weeks. Which, uh, which 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 variation of new edition um, is coming? Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. So it's like R B R M. Okay. Um, I guess something about I was watching. They did a Breakfast Club interview. Something about uh, Johnny and Ralph have the oh the copyright to the, the name. copyright to the name. Nigga. So they tr- they want them to join them on tour and all of that. I don't know what's going on there. They said they still you know they're still brothers. There's no hard feelings but they just wish it could be all four of them because if or all four of them all six of them because it's crazy if it's all six that increases the money think about it too the five of them have known worked and been around each other for 40 fucking years yeah i've been sick of niggas yeah for 40 years my nigga it's a long time that's crazy from the time they were fucking 10 till now. I can't imagine doing anything for 40 years. <laughs> Except being alive. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got for you, buddy. And even that's a lot these days. And, you know, it's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But BT did it again. Another good real But yeah, real no, that was a, it was a good, uh, you know, show. R- check R- it R- out. R- Try R- to check it out without commercials they, if you can. They really uh, painted Whitney in a very interesting light, though. A lot of people were yeah. struggling with, like, she would never behave like that. And it's like, <laughs> listen... Um, I, I understand probably a lot of you have not been around people who do heavy drug, heavy drugs or are using <laughs> drugs heavily, but uh, their behavior, very erratic. Yeah, yeah. Makes no sense. No, no, no. Clive Davis is the finesse of all time. Whitney Houston's from East Orange, New Jersey. I don't know if any of you have been to East Orange, New Jersey. It's the fucking hood. Yes. Whitney Houston is from the hood. Yes. So her doing hood rat shit is not a shock. No. Clive Davis fooled all of y'all. He's so fucking genius. And even sober, she was hella mouthy. Like, she was always hood as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more classy about it sometimes because she wasn't high out of her mind. But, like, if you watch the Whitney and Bobby Brown show, the, like, reality TV show they Best had. Best reality show ever. They were cracked out the entire time. Every, every like... Uh, film reel of them they're both like sweating profusely yelling Whitney's like a hundred pounds soaking wet I yeah. mean like that's who they were yo and, and at, at a certain point they just stopped caring who saw what they were like my favorite thing was when Bobby got out of jail and he was like I'm clean I'm not doing no more drugs <laughs> and Whitney looked at him like he was like you gonna quit too she was like quit me <laughs> never <laughs> absolutely not oh, and, she, and she had a a little vial on the neck with a little powder in it. She was like, come on. Welcome home. Welcome home, too. 
but yeah. Hey, man. Uh, shit. Speaking of uh, drugs and doing too much, um, Mac Miller, man. Sheesh. Come on. Rest bro. in peace. 26. Wow, I didn't realize he was that young. Yeah, he's a baby, man. 26. This story is so sad. And I think so many people are struggling to swallow this pill. And maybe that's a bad, but, bad language to use, but... Um, I've just seen like an outpour on social yeah. media of people struggling to deal with his death. And from my understanding, like he, he seemed like it's the type that never changed much. Like he didn't let the celebrity change him. Not he was all, it always seemed like he was a laid back, cool person down to earth. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's sad, man. I didn't even, I, I, I personally didn't even know. Like, I don't, it, it's, it's weird. He's one of those artists that every time you listen to, you're like, yo, I like his music. Yep. But you just don't get kid, around kid to, super talented. I watched to his, listening uh, enough. I watched his Tiny Desk concert on NPR does on YouTube. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, kid, yep. Kid, kid, he can rap. He uh, plays the piano. He's a really good, he's a really good producer. He's uh, dope. Play a lot of instruments. It, Sorry, go ahead. And he came out around the time where a lot of the people that are hot now, they were he was in that explosion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Wiz, Big Sean, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, all the other niggas in TDE, uh, uh, Currency, they're all in that same group of people. They all came out, started you know bubbling yeah. at the same time. So all of them, they were all cool with each other. And you know all those guys, you see all of them, they were all really fucked up about yeah, it. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I saw a video currency on a he was doing a festival somewhere. Currency is another one that I, I want to listen to more, but I just don't get to it because <laughs> it's just hard to he listen ch- to everything. But he's another one like he turns he turns a lot of his shit out. But he was doing a concert. He was doing a like a festival yesterday, and he played his song with Mac. He couldn't even get through it. Like they just played Damn, Mac's verse, yeah. and he he was about to do his. He was, he told DJ he was like, oh, cut it off. He's like, I can't even listen to this right now. Yeah, you he hear his voice breaking it. and everything. It was yeah, so it was wild. It kind of hit everybody by surprise too, because he seemed like he was on the mend. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, um, it's really sad because the first thing people did when they found out was attack Ariana Grande because yeah, shitty bro. They were dating. They broke up. She started dating Pete Davidson, and and you know we see this a lot with relationships where people are struggling, and I I just want to be the first to say like. You have to take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Nobody has an obligation to stay with you right. when you're being self-destructive. And it's not fair to ask somebody who you claim to love to do that. Um, if you've ever known somebody with an addiction, it can destroy your life trying to help them. Absolutely. Not even just their life. It can destroy your life trying to, trying keep it to together. help them. Yeah. And... Um, I think Ariana was 100% right to move on with her life when she realized there was nothing more she could do yeah, for him. Yeah. Um, and it's not fair to put that on her. No, not fair at all. Uh, it's not her fault. Like, so anyone saying that it's her fault, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're really, you're um, really. I, I do, I do wonder how much the public spotlight of her being engaged. Because when did they break up? A few months ago. Right? It wasn't yeah. long ago. It was, it was sometime this year. I yeah. do wonder how he was handling seeing, you know, the publicity of that. Yeah. And the things, like, she said about him. Like, he's the most, you know, the most amazing man. So, I do wonder, like, how he was feeling about that. A couple that. weeks after they broke up, well, it became public that they broke yeah. up, he, he caught a DUI. He wrapped his, wrapped his car around the tree <sighs> in L.A. Man. So, I think people were worried then, but then he came back out and it seemed like he was cool. Yeah. And then, you know, fast forward to now, they found him dead in his house. Nah. Looks Man, like you know, apparent, apparently, right now it's an apparent OD from what they've said yeah. so far. So they don't they don't know anything yet. The coroner hasn't released that kind of I that mean, info as of now. It's scary because you know, I feel I feel like his death reminds us. 
that we didn't have as much time as we thought we all had to fix the things in our lives that we always needed yeah, to fix. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was sitting there and I'm thinking about like my own life and the things that I've been going through this year. And, you know, I developed a panic disorder this year. Oh. I started having severe panic attacks that started in January while I was driving on the highway. I had to pull over, almost crashed my car twice. I've been in the hospital four times for it this year. Um, and it's not something that I've really talked about much, you know, like I think one day we were recording here and I ended up leaving and going to the hospital and I kind of told you guys, and that was back in January. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I've had to have my heart monitored and all this stuff and just trying to make sure that I'm okay. And really what it is is anxiety. And I've had to cut out coffee and I have to watch my alcohol intake. And now every time I get on a highway, I panic a little bit because I'm like, am I going to have a panic attack while I'm doing, you know, <laughs> 70 miles panicking, per hour thinking about panicking. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it's really changed um, a lot for me and right. I've kind of just been quietly dealing with it and changing certain things in my life and trying to figure it out and I think I realized that like even even with like graduating right it's something that I've been looking forward to for my whole life yeah. and when it came not that it was disappointing but it was almost like um, now what? yeah like it almost fostered even more anxiety because yeah. I had only kind of planned up to that point Um, I say all that just to say like our mental health is so fragile and you really have to put it first. You know, my life for the last few years has has just been me being a machine. It's just homework and school and work and homework and school and work and trying to plan for the future. And I think I fell out of living presently like yeah, you know what I mean? yep, yep, yep. not really seeing my family very often not really seeing my friends really very often just dealing with personal shit quietly because it's just what I do um and so I can see because of what I'm seeing in myself kind of how he probably did the same thing you know what I mean I see that in all people who struggle with mental health is it's always internalized right because it's so hard to say I'm I'm really not okay um and I think that's what's hitting everybody is we're all kind of recognizing pieces of ourselves and what happened yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it gets to a point too sometimes as people don't deal with shit, it comes out another way. Yeah. He's always had problems with drugs and shit, but you know, it gets to a certain point where it totally goes out of control and some people can OD and they can bounce back and they can go on to live a uh, a productive life and then it gets sometimes it gets to the point where he did he which, did we, hope, and, which we hope Demi is able to do yeah amen yeah. amen and then sometimes you, you go too far you go too hard and then it ends in tragedy like it just did with Mac and you know it's, it's fucked up you know he's a super talented kid everybody seemed to like him yeah in and out of the industry yeah and, and it's, it's weird yo because like this, there's been a lot of white rapper talk this past week and you know you hear Post Malone's name, you hear obviously Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly, but mm-hmm. then you hear uh, uh, G Easy's name, and I feel like nobody mentioned Mac Miller from the stuff I've been seeing and stuff I've been listening to. You know, he's a, so it's just weird how this like he's always been an independent artist. He's never yeah. been the super mainstream guy, and you know he got more of the mainstream notice when he started dating Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. It wasn't before that, you know. Before that, like I said, he was in that that I, group of people, and I've never. I've never heard a ton of his music on the radio. I heard it from no, no. being around and, you know, listening to mixtapes and shit. So I think, you know, people find out somebody dies, you know, there's always this outpouring of love. You know, my thing would always be, it's always tell people, tell them how you feel while they yo, fucking hear you. This is the definition of, you know, not getting your flowers while you can still smell them, yo. Absolutely. Because, yeah. like, we, we definitely didn't appreciate Mac Miller enough. Um, there's a lot of artists we don't appreciate enough. And, you know, it's not nothing against them. It's just, you know, it's hard to get around to 
listening and hard what, to get around. To, it's, it's, it's what we realized last yeah, night, right? Yeah. Like we all got home from karaoke and everybody went on Twitter and we all started talking about how, how come we don't do that anymore? We used to do it all the time and it makes us all so happy. And yeah. it was like, yo, life, we life, let life bro. get in the way of us just and, living. And, and not even that, like with me, like, bro, I'm off two nights a week. Right. How, how, that's one thing I do struggle with. Like, and I'm ha- I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. But one thing I do struggle with still is working nights and being off two nights a week. And how do I find time for everyone in my life, including my wife and kids who need the most of my time? Right. How do I find time for me at the end of that, too, as well? So it's like trying to balance all of this shit is just it, it's almost impossible for me. And it's it's really hard. It, yeah. yo, it's and it's just like, yo, I got two days. What can I do? My son has games. My yep. stepson has a game. I started coaching again Friday, so I want to be super busy with that. Like I said, my little cousin just, you know, made the UConn football team. I want to go out and catch. I want to go to every game if I could, even if he play, even if he doesn't play. Right. And it's like, but it's like, how do I, how do I just balance life and family? I got my family is huge. I got. Probably 13, no, many 14 aunts and uncles. You throw that mountain shit out the window. Um, there's 13,000. Right. And it's just like, <laughs> right. that's out. Yeah. And I, I, get, I get to the point where I'm just, I find myself just, when I finally sit down and take a breath, it's like, yo, I want to go out. But I also want to relax. <laughs> you want to be um, home with your wife. Yeah, like, it's, just, yeah. it's just like, it, it's hard, man. So, like, I mean, I've been trying to, you know, get on, like, a morning shift. And so I have seven nights a week to figure all that shit out, which would be a lot easier. Because <laughs> I wake up at, yeah. I wake up at 10 in the morning eight sometimes nine i go to sleep at but, three but there's nobody here there's nobody around when i'm when, when you're awake and free yeah. yeah and and it's like you know you you say that now because you have a certain struggle with your schedule and then i think about like our friend joe who worked nights for years he moved to first shift and he's like yo by the time i get home now i'm exhausted and that's <laughs> and that's the first shift struggle is right it's like yeah. i'm up at 6 30 yep. in the morning i don't get home from work till after five yep. then i have to find something to eat i'm either cooking dinner for an hour and then i'm cleaning dishes or whatever now it's like 7 p.m and then it's like okay what do i do with the like four hours of awake time i'm about to have yeah, or whatever yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying like no matter how you yeah. sw- swing it we all are have the same struggles it's trying to fit all the life that we want to live into the time that we have which is not enough it's just never That's enough i say yo like if there's just 26 hours in a day I, no i think i could handle it a little better no <laughs> no because no. no. it'd be maybe filled, one more 24 hour day it'd be filled more <laughs> with the crap that you don't want to be doing yeah. you know what i'm saying like you know, my little cousin hugged me last night at karaoke and she was like, I miss you. And it made me so sad because it's like, I don't see my family as, as much as I should, as much as I wish I could. You know what I mean? Like, but there's just so many things I'm trying yeah. to do to make my future work. Yeah. And it's sacrifice. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for real. Like, shit, right now, literally right now as we're doing this podcast, Dallas and O are upstairs. <laughs> I left the door unlocked for them so they could come over and watch football and just, you know, chill. But it's like, yo, I'll get to y'all when I can because we got this podcast to do. And it's just right. It's just trying to, as much as we enjoy it. It's like another responsibility trying to figure it out, trying to prioritize things like as much as you hate to prioritize. It's a necessity to be functional. Yeah. So that's just where we are. But uh, Rest in peace, Mac Miller, man. Yeah. Basically, I don't know how we got a little off tangent, And just, you know, <laughs> again, please, your mental health is not a joke. It's not a game. If you need somebody to talk to, find somebody to reach out to. Um, you know, and not saying Mac wanted to wanted this. I'm sure he did not want this. This wasn't. I don't believe it was a suicide. 
Um, but it, you know, it's just just, just numbing too the pain. much. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you're just depressed, even if you're not feeling suicidal, and you're just depressed, and you know you're harming yourself in any way, you know, by you know, yeah, it, just even if talk you to feel, somebody, even if you feel happy. Sometimes it's good to talk to somebody. Else. Absolutely. And, I, and you know, we're not getting advertisements, money, but uh, I know there's an app called, or there's something called Talkspace where yep. you could call and talk to a, a therapist yep. over the phone. That's always an option. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm sure you could stay anonymous or whatever, mm-hmm. but just whoever you need to talk to, man. Listen. Um, just don't keep it in. As much as I struggle with doing it myself, I always tell people if you need oh, somebody to talk. Oh, you're the most nigga, secretive <laughs> nigga I know. You're literally, your name in my phone is secret agent. <laughs> like, as much as I struggle with doing that myself, and you know, I, it, it is hypocritical, and I'm, I'm working on it in my older age, but you know, I constantly <laughs> tell people, like, yo, please, please talk to somebody. Um, Please, like, age, you peep that, right? people have pulled pulled me to the side at parties while we're drinking and, and sat me down to talk to me like, yo, whatever you need to do to make sure you're okay, do that. Put yourself before the things that you think are more important because at the end of the day, if you're not okay, all of that shit is going to yeah. fall apart. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you got to be selfish. Sometimes I'm very good at it. <laughs> it's important. So that was really depressing. Yeah. Sorry. And, um, no, you guys, you guys, you guys both do Re- things. Man. Also, rest in peace to Burt Reynolds. Yes. Um, legend. Another legend. Well, he made. He was what? Eighty-two. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so he lived. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Good life. He yeah, looked good for eighty-two listen, too. If you're eighty-two and you're gone, that's sad. Yeah. No. I'm no, no, happy you made it. You just know? rest. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest easy, um, just wanted to give him a shout out. Um. All right. All right. Can we get to the ratchet shit? What's beef? Because we need two guys to go to sleep. Ow. When your mom's ain't safe up in the streets. I can't even do the Cardi right because I sang so much last night. So it was supposed to be, but I don't know. <laughs> My no, throat hurts. These, these niggas up here look, sound raspy like they sound like me all the time. I can't Absolutely. It's just how I sound every day. As we talked in the past, I can't roll my tongue to do the oak. <laughs> you can't roll your tongue? That shit sounded like a fucking You sound like a crash. car back stuttering. <laughs> I'm actually trying, trying to talk Spanish in class. They're like, oh, your arms. I was like, Ugh. my Spanish just stalled. Your Spanish just stalled. <laughs> um, Cardi fucking B and Nicki Icky Minaj. See what happens when you let two ghetto motherfuckers in places? Things happen, man. <laughs> wherever, wherever, if it's on site, nigga, that's what on site means, my nigga. It's on site. New information came out today. Okay. That is important to discuss. Okay. Um. But let's let, let's talk about what happened. So Cardi B and Nicki Minaj got into an altercation, <laughs> and and I say altercation lightly because yeah, what yeah, actually yeah. happened is Nicki ran and was then <laughs> shielded by like five huge security yeah, the, guards. The, the video there was videos. It was hard to really see Nicki. You seen, but you did see Cardi reaching for her and trying to get to uh-huh. her and people. So yeah. I don't want to say she ran, you know. No, I, no, no, she ran. I saw the video. She wait, ran. Video of her actual running. Actually oh, I, running. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually retreating. And then screaming. Is a better word. Retreating. And then screaming. And then Cardi says, "Come here, bitch." And Nikki says, "I'm staying right here." Okay. All right. Um. But so new new article dropped today. Uh, the Root actually reported on this, and apparently, what started the altercation was Nikki deliberately stepped on the train of Cardi's dress as she was passing by. Hmm. And Cardi snapped because since her Nikki squash beef months ago after, you know, that whole issue happened, we saw the pictures come out of them talking at that at the Met Gala, right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, where it looked like Nikki was copping please oh, no, in the pictures. Was. This was that was after the Met Gala because they don't let anybody bring anything in the Met Gala. Right. 
Um, it looked like she was copying please there. So they had squash beef then. Yep. Since that point, Nikki has made several comments about Cardi's daughter. Oh, no. Made several comments about Cardi as a mother. Oh, no. Um, has been on Instagram and Twitter liking comments that were n- nasty about Cardi and oh, her kid. Oh, no. So apparently, at the you know at Harper's Bazaar party, shout Nick, the fashion week. It's lit, nigga. Absolutely, Nikki steps on her train, and Cardi snaps. <laughs> and so you hear her yelling, "Don't talk about my fucking kid again, oh, bitch! No. Don't talk about my fucking kid ever!" And I, yeah, I definitely heard like some shit about my kid. Like again. some yeah, shit no, about no. my kid again, bitch! And now we know that Nikki has no problem talking about people's children because she just called out Kylie Jenner and Stormy for. Absolutely no reason. Yo, there was a tweet about Nikki, her brother, and leaving children alone. Yeah, God. yeah, very uncomfortable. No, nah, it was hilarious. Fuck that. Her brother's her brother's a loser, and so is she. She just happens to have a little more money than he does. <laughs> Fuck the both of them. Hope that nigga rot in jail. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my thing is, you know, people were saying, "Oh, Cardi's so ratchet. Cardi's so ghetto. There's a time and a place." Blah blah. blah. And 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 while I understand that sentiment, nope. When people start talking about your children, to me, all bets are off. Like, I think about my mother and how she is about me and what she would do if you were talking about me in her presence. Or even if you weren't in her presence, but she found out and then she caught you somewhere. My mother would rock your whole shit. You could only stay... (laughs) Like... Um... You can you can only stay bull bomb and collective <laughs> so long when you know when it comes to your kids. Right. Like you could try to be the bigger person, but after a while, it's like all right, you, you want this. And it's everyone's it's nothing wrong with, as long as you know you ain't bringing no weapons out, no guns out. It's nothing wrong with a good ass weapon. Man. No, and, and a I good think, old fight. I think we've really gotten away from which, fist fighting, which is yeah, the problem which, in this country. Which, yeah, which yeah. Yeah. Like fighting, honestly, bro. not for nothing. Like I feel like Nikki needs a good old fashioned ass weapon. Oh no, she do. She needs somebody to lay hands. Because like on. even afterwards, she's all prancing in front of the car. Yeah, showing she, her was, shoes, she was. She was being like, really like, extra. Yo, like what you. You're, you're so high and on top or whatever, you know, pedestal you think you're on. And it's just like, yo, you need to be humbled. You need to be humbled. Um, I hate unhumble fucking people. Yeah, man. it's gross. Humble your fucking self. I don't even mind people not being humble if they've earned it. Like, talk your shit if you got some shit to talk talking if you're, your, if talking you're really your about shit it. Talking shit is one thing. I'm all for that. I'm all for shit talking as, you know, most of what I do on this podcast. <laughs> but... You can still, you know, be humble and be a good person at the same time. I'm going like, to talk shit about my craft, but I'm still going to be like, embrace you and, you know, kind of yes. what shit, kind of yes. what, what so Serena did for, for Osaka. Osaka the other day. I'm like, eh, if only Nikki could do this for Cardi. Yo. Like, nope. but, you know. I don't give a fuck if she's humble enough. She better be able to back that shit up. And she exactly. Can't. Yeah, no, she and, can't. and that's really it is like, we just saw her in the media say she wanted to punch Travis Scott in the face. Because he had the number one album over her. The man didn't do anything to her. She brought up Travis Scott's kid. Yes, she brought up Stormy. Um, We've seen her be on stage at an award show and call out Miley Cyrus. She always barking at somebody. She know he's going to do shit to her. Exactly. Miley was like, I don't know what's going on. Why are you mad at me? Now, you've been attacking Cardi. And Cardi released a statement saying, you've tried to mess up my money. You've tried to prevent people and threaten people from working with me. You've talked about my kid. I've addressed you twice in person in a proper manner. And we've seen it. There are pictures of both times Cardi spoke to Nikki. Third strike. Third strike you out. It's on site, nigga. I spoke to you like an adult is what she's saying. 
and you didn't get the memo that I'll put my hands on you, and which I think is very valid. I'm all, sorry. All butcher. Remy has Remy Ma has said so the same, exact same, same thing. thing. And so did uh, she so trying did, to fuck up the money. What's the old chick that just had to have her ass plants removed? The singer. Came to show. She just they she just released a video saying the same thing that when she was coming on the scene in the music scene. Now mind you, she's an R and B singer. Right, right. Her title track for her album that was coming out, Nikki tried to steal from her. Wow. My big takeaway from all this is who the fuck does Nikki think she is? Why does she think she have all this pull? She's not that special. If Drake was doing all this shit, I'd get it. Drake made a lot of people a lot of fucking money. And he got back in one of the scariest niggas ever. So he people or, people do what the fuck they want. Or Friana or, or Beyonce. Beyonce. Um so then I would say, okay, I could see it. But you know what? Like your music's not that good, Nikki. No, it's it's not. really not. It's, really it's not. gotten persistently worse. Um, I don't your, think it's ever been good. Your fan base is dwindling, and you know it. And you're attacking somebody who all she's doing is making music. And she did, yes, all, literally all her music yeah. is just fun bops. She's not talking shit to you. She had no issue with you. You created this problem, just like you did with Remy, just like you did with Kim. N- Nikki is 35, I believe. Somewhere around. Cardi yeah. is 25. Mm-hmm. And you're you're acting like a fucking child, bro. Yeah, and it's whack. I'm sorry. It's like just you're supposed corny. to be you're supposed to be the OG at this point, starting to trans, you know transfer over to the OG role and guide some of these young up and comers. But you're not. No. You're not. You're hating. You're hating I, hard as fuck. I, I, would, I wouldn't have a problem with her not pushing younger artists. This artist in the past has done that. I Like LL back in the day. He never pushed anybody else. But he was never obstructing anybody. Right, either. right, right. Yep, he was yep. like, I'm going to do me. I'm leaving the rest of y'all alone right. to do, you, to do it, you. It's right. either one or the other. You don't do know what the, the fuck other. you're doing. Right. Because she could very easily just ignore Cardi and go about her business. Just like she could have been very happy to have the number two album in the world. Exactly. But instead she made herself act a fool. She made herself look so ridiculous. You attacked the girlfriend and mother of his child. Over and what? you attacked his child Over because what? he had the number one album that he worked for. Like, she made it seem like he, like, literally did everything he could so he could beat her directly. Exactly. All he did was put out music the same way she did. I mean, his album's a little better than hers. She seems to get older. <laughs> I just think her behavior... That's all it is, buddy. That's all it is. I just think her behavior is disgusting, and I absolutely 1,000% understand why Cardi did what she did. I just wish she had a got to her. Could, me too. And could she there have been a better time and a place? Sure. Should you no. be fighting at Fashion Week? No. You know what? You know what on site means, nigga. It's on site, right? Man. I got But like, you don't get to get addressed by somebody politely twice and them tell you like, stop mm-hmm. fucking with me. Yeah, how about you relax? You and then relax? think they're gonna continue to behave. I, I have a question. Sure. If this were the Olympic Games <laughs> and shoe dodging was a gold medal, who would win? Nicki Minaj or George Bush? George W. He dodged two in a row. All right. The, all white, right. the white man wins this time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so Nicki takes home the silver? So I got to take the silver. Second all place right. again. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. Oh, and, and to add insult to injury, since this whole debacle occurred, invasion of privacy has moved back into the billboard. Let's see. Like it's, I think it's in like a number 35 on the billboard so, this week. All right. Did, did, Free promo, a, did Queen ever go up to one? No. No, 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 no. I think she's behind Drake who put out his album six months ago. It wasn't six, but it, yeah, it, it was it was a while back. Like we said, these uh months start cramming together. Yeah, you know. Um damn, they man. fought. Eminem put out an album, dissed everybody, 
all the whites. Uh, Joe Budden responded on this podcast. For an hour and a half. The cricket's back. Yo, the fucking cricket is back, bro. Cricket, welcome it back. It is fucking 1.21 p.m. and this fucking cricket is back. Cricket, cricket's back. How you feeling, cricket? Let's, uh, <sighs> did you subscribe? Did you give us a five-star rating? I feel like we should just invite him on the show. Chirp, oh, for Chirp, real. Chirp, give us a five-star rating. At least I know what you look like. Chirp, if you give us a five-star rating. Are you green? Are you brown? <laughs> he gave us a five-star rating. He chirped back. That cricket is hella oh loud. But did you listen to the whole thing? His what? whole rant about M yeah, on the podcast? I listened to part of it. I couldn't get through the full hour of him just yelling about M. I, I, I listened at work while I was supposed to be doing my job. I did this instead. Mm-hmm. Much more much more better use of my time. Right, right, um, right. So he went into like detail, like grave detail about their working relationship and how it really wasn't much of anything to start with. You know, he took the blame for the dissolution of Slaughterhouse, which everybody figured. Wow. Yeah. Um, He told him, he said he's been a better rapper than him for 10 years, which I can kind of get with because the last few albums, M albums have stunk. Absolutely. Um, He accused Eminem of not looking out for his people. Entertaining. Um, But you know how Joe is. He's long-winded. Mm-hmm. He rants a lot. Mm-hmm. He was yelling. It was great. It was, it was good content. It's good, good, good podcasting. Yeah, it, and it's always good to. Uh, someone compared it to uh, like an NFL player analyzing football yeah, yeah, after yeah, you know yeah. after they're done. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought that was an interesting way to put I it. Mean, he's, That's he, exactly what it's like. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's got a unique perspective. Cool yeah, right. He's Tony Romo. The ins and outs, the ups and downs. He's a much better rapper than Tony was. Tony Romo was a quarterback. Don't Listen, that. man, don't disrespect. Don't don't disrespect my Mexican quarterback like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. That's my quarterback, dog. I'm just saying. Oh, that's my quarterback. Joe Budden, the rapper. That's my quarterback. That's, quarterback. that's my quarterback. That's all, all right, all right, whatever. Neither won a championship, so whatever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you came for Tony. He never do nothing good I'm for you. I'm just saying. At least Joe Budden gave you hot, hot songs. <sighs> Tony Romo uh, never made y'all happy. I'm just saying, don't disrespect Tony, man. Fuck him. So what? Give <laughs> a fuck about that nigga. <sighs> all right, all right. So anyway, speaking of disrespect, yeah, you goddamn right. Uh, sticking out sports, uh, Serena U.S. Open. Man, what disrespected. What if I, 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 yo, I don't even watch that much tennis. You know, if I'm not like working, but uh, I put it on, man, and I'm like, yo, let me watch this. It's the final, and I put it on just in time, dog. Like mm-hmm. literally 30 seconds after. I put it on. She got her first uh, warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the coach or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, all right, a warning. That's weird." And she was like, "I'm not a cheater. Don't ever say I'm a cheater." She said, "I'd rather lose." That's some real shit. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, apparently, like when she got heated afterwards, smashed the racket, and she's like, "They docked her a, a point." Um, yep. And she, she's like, "What did you dock me a point? You're supposed to give me a warning first. He was like, "Uh, you, your coach. The coaching was a warning." And she's like, that wasn't, I don't cheat. That wasn't me. Ah. Somebody there? Who that, Aria? Hi. Oh, my goddaughter just walked in. Hey, so baby. Oh. Hey, baby. Hey, too guys. Cute. You're too cute to have on all this awful blue y'all got on. Right now. <laughs> no, this is terrible. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Oh, can I say can I say goddamn in front of a child? No, you can't say oh, it. Okay. Welcome to the blankety blank fools. The blankety blanks. Hi, how you doing? I like your jersey. Oh man, we're in. The- <laughs> we're in cowboys. We're in cowboys landia right now. I'm in. I'm in the enemy territory, beloved. So I gotta get out of here. Man. I'll be up in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? 
Um, Serena. 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 Oh, Serena. oh, yeah. So then they started getting back on that. You know, I'm not a cheater. And then it was like, all right. And then I guess in the break, in the commercial break, she's arguing with him still. And he docked her a whole motherfucking game. Yeah, I, did, I watched it. Whole I, I watched game, it happen bro. on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to come clean. I was watching Black Panther instead. And when I found out. But from everything that's been said about it, uh, this this ump's a dickhead. Yeah. I've seen video of him arguing with Venus, too. Yep. So I think he's just got a problem with women saying anything mm. to him. Yes. And he thinks he's important. <sighs> he's not, but he thinks he is. Because the coach said, he was like, yeah, I was coaching. But, everybody but said everybody he said 100% of the coaches coach 100% of the time or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. It was weird how he worded it. but And, and everybody everybody that plays that's on that tour agreed with that. Yeah. So it happens. And it wasn't even anything crazy. It was like just hand movement Serena was like or supposedly somebody said like she thought she was getting a thumbs up or something I don't know I don't know man but it was some bullshit like she probably you know she probably would have lost no she was going to lose well she was see the thing is she was up three three games to one in that set um so it's it then she got emotional after that ended up you know time getting tired or something I don't she ended up Osaka ended up coming back and then she was penalized the whole game and after that, it was just like, yo, Osaka just needs to win one more, and it's over. From so everything, I've, she everything could have I've, forced it into a third set. So, but and then every, what everybody else was saying too was that uh, Osaka had, had a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Just, just outplayed her. So it takes away from this young girl who's like twenty. Right. It takes first, away from her win. She's Haitian and Japanese. Yeah. First Japanese uh, person to win the U.S. Open. Which is one thing, too. Is like Oh, that they, they omitted that she's black? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's I regular. That was, that's regular. That was weird. I don't know if she born. I got to do a little more research before I comment on that. But, yeah, go ahead. Her father's, <laughs> father's Haitian, mother's Japanese. I think they classified it as Japanese. Maybe that's the flag she, she played under. That's the only thing that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Because if she played under the Haitian flag, they would have had to say something about it. They couldn't have. If she'd been like, I'm Haitian. Right. You know, you know America has issues with, with Haiti. <laughs> exactly. so, so we already know how that goes. And, and it ain't like they can't say she's not black. She looked black. Absolutely. Yeah, no, she's she, you very, can definitely tell she's mixed. She's very she's clearly. Like a shade or two definitely tell lighter she's than mixed. me. Right. Her English is perfect. Oh, yeah, so I mean, that, that's, that's why like, she's raised here. So that's where I'm just like, I got to do a little more research on this girl. But, you know, but um, she's 20 years old. Yo. Shout out so, to her. She felt so yo, bad. Bro. That was the saddest And Serena was comforting her. That was the saddest shit ever. So, so like, I know you guys wanted her to win, but uh, I'm sorry. And then Serena so, so had to go out there and be like, yo, stop doing this little yeah, girl. Yeah, she yeah. fucking won. Yeah, which is how Nikki should embrace Cardi. Um, but, and, then, have, and then she's like, yeah, my mom uh, doesn't usually come to these things. <laughs> I'm like, yo, my mom doesn't go to her. Like, what is going on here? And she's like, my dad can't watch. He just walks around until it's over. <laughs> I'm like, yo. So this is the saddest shit ever, man. Nah, he too nervous. Pops too nervous. He just be walking in circles. Have we ever seen a player like Serena, top in her game, be this mistreated by their own sport? No. Absolutely not. It's not even close. Like, she has been disrespected. This is a woman who almost died, what, like a year ago? Yeah, her daughter's like one, yeah. Um... She has come back. She's been fighting against, you know, her body not being the same as it was and still has been dominating. Yeah. And she just, she, we she, have seen her disrespected from every corner of this sport. She's just trying to get over that last time of winning a major now. But she's been in two finals. I think she was in the finals at Wimbledon earlier, earlier in the summer. She's mm-hmm. in the finals in this. So she's trying to get over that last time of winning yeah. the Grand Slam. But she's been playing really well. I watched the a few matches of hers 
Um, I just happened to miss this one. And it's shitty how they treat her. Like, you can never think of the NBA treating LeBron, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant like, no, like the, the tour treats Serena Williams. Right. Most leagues, especially leagues that are in, like it's an individual sport, they will go the way of their best player because it's the way they make their fucking money. Why would you go away from your most popular player that's going to bring in the most revenue just to be dickheads? And it's because you're a black woman. Yo, yes, yes. And, that's and they all the put shit her is. through hell. And it's really, I mean, even the stuff with her outfit, right? They outlawed the cat suit. Yep. The cat suit that that's was right. made for her yeah, by Nike to help with her circulation yeah. because she's got blood clotting issues mm. since she gave birth to her daughter. And they knew this. It was announced. Wow. And they drug test her constantly. They, they drug test her like they should drug test boxes. They yeah. their drug tests are constantly. Constantly. Oh, more than man. anybody else in the sport, she is drug tested. There's, it's it's disgusting. There's been coaches that have called her a man. Yep. You know, question her femininity and yep. all kinds of shit because she's built different. Yeah. Asked if she's taking hormones. Just because she's dominating these other hosts and they can't take it. It's really disgusting how that, that sport treats her. And, you know, it's crazy. She's not even close, probably the best female tennis player ever. And then her sister's probably top 10. Yeah, that, from, oh, people, definitely. from people that would know more than me have said that about yeah, both of them. Yeah. Um, and they treat her so fucking bad, bro. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's somebody so that can bring in so much money for them. It's hard that to they watch, would, It is sure. hard to watch. And she can't do anything about it. It's not like she can go make her own league. They don't pay her enough to go do some shit like that. She'd have to make... She, has made Michael Jordan kind of money to go make her own shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, because the U.S. Open is a major, and I believe they said she won like three... Point five. Yeah, the uh, Alien Saga won three point eight. Yeah, three point eight. Three point eight to uh, for the tournament. I wonder what the runner-up got. Probably half. Yeah, half ain't a bad day, boy. No, no. But it's it's sick, it's you know, shitty, because bro. I mean, she's been dominating that sport for years now. I mean, it's been what like a decade at more, least. Oh, way more than that. She started. I think she became number one probably. Oh, between oh three and oh six. Right. As like, her it's been sister, years. as her sister got a little older. As she got older as well, she kind of hit her athletic peak. You know, Venus started to get sick as well, started having health issues and kind of fell off. But she's doing really well now. But, you know, she had that time when she kind of fell off. And then when Serena hit hit it, and, and she just never stopped. She didn't stop dominating until she got she pregnant. She got pregnant, yeah. Mm. And now, you know. And even know, pregnant, she was winning. She won when she when she was like in her first trimester. But, I, you know, Bianca's one. She knows better than, better than we do. But, you know, when women go through changes, it affects their body. How would Bianca know this better than we do? Because she's a woman. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. Um, no, he is allergic to serious conversation. <laughs> I've watched Evan make the most inappropriate comments to people talking about serious shit in the last two days. Like, yo, like it, it's like a a tick for him. Like, if somebody <laughs> is saying something serious, he has to comment with a joke. Can't do it every time. You gotta wait till like they're done venting, then make the joke. He does, but then it's like, yo, why yeah. are you still doing that? He's be, having a serious statement But it has to, to be slightly funny and on topic. You can't just go all the way left. Every time. Does it work? Listen, I'll do what I want. I'm like, is it a character flaw? Like, you really can't it's stop possible. yourself? I'll do what I want. Okay. Just checking. Because when people are having a serious conversation with me, I make a joke at the end, too. But it's usually, like, within the context. They'll laugh. And they'll feel better. But you'd be like, well, my mama died. And then somebody else will say, you'll say some real bad joke. And then they'll be upset all over again. It's bad news, bro. Can't do it. It's wild. Sorry, I wasn't there for the mom, your mom died tweet. <laughs> you weren't there. You wasn't there. Where'd the camp? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> you, see, you see my nigga Elvin got a job? Oh, Thibodeau got a job. Shout out to Oh, him. yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Owens, Tyler Perry, uh. 
Give him a job for like 10, 10, 10 episodes for a show. I don't know what the show is, but uh, I don't oh, know what his role is. But It's called The Haves and the Have Nots. It's a show that's currently on? It's on Oprah's okay. uh, TV network. Nice. That's why I don't know about it. I only know about it because I read about it this morning when I woke up. Tyler Perry apparently does all this work on Oprah's channel. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. And, you know, he got pulled. Um, that's his studio down there, so he do what the fuck he want. Um... Did you see Nicki Minaj wanted to donate twenty five thousand to him? Like, yeah, I saw like, that. like he's a charity. Yes, like he's unable to work. He's like, <laughs> like yes. yo, that's not what all this was about. Why Nikki. is she so fucking whack, my yeah. nigga? Like, I don't know. Um, they also fined Serena seventeen thousand dollars. Mm. Oh, for the for the code violation for the incident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news. Amorosa is dropping a bombshell of a tape tomorrow. It's going to be tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, yes. Monday. So, so Monday. Today. Okay. Yeah. So when this, yeah. when you guys hear this podcast, Amorosa is dropping. That's a tape. all you had to say. You was, you was going through mental gymnastics. I could see it in your brain right now. You <laughs> was going through. It's going to be. I'm not going to um, say today. I'm going to say tomorrow. She's still dropping tapes. You know, Yo, she dropped the tapes like Clue back in the nineties. <laughs> like, yeah, this is like some Cash Money shit. Just a tape every other week. Like Yo, Cash Money oh, put out a, an album a month for like two years straight. This is this, this is that is shit I'm, she's on. Tell me. Her, her clue in Cash Money Records. A lot of content to put out. Churning them out. So so I have a question. Sure. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, former NBA player Jason Maxiel okay. confessed that uh, he cheated on his uh, girlfriend slash wife, you okay. know, during their seventeen year relationship with nope. three hundred and forty one women. <laughs> 341. <laughs> First of all, I think that's... Do you, do you think that's a lot? I think that's light work, yo. I think that's light work. 17 years Second on the of road. All, why the fuck did you count, bro? <laughs> and, yeah, that's what, that, that, was my, that was my question. <laughs> did he have a spreadsheet? Did he have like a grading matrix? Yeah. Why does he know 341? 341. That's light work. That's not a lot, though. That's like 20 a year. That's okay. not a lot, man. Right, Will Chamberlain. But that's not a lot if you're an NBA player. I don't think if you're a college prospect. I think he went to Cincinnati... University of Cincinnati. 20 a year, bruh. Like, I'm sure he still turned down a lot of pussy. At 341, I don't know how much. That's 20 a year. Okay. There's 365 days in a year, but he got But he got shit to do, bro. I'm just saying, 365 days in a year, and you only cheated 20 of them. So, (laughs) if you do the math there, yo. That's, that's gotta be at that's least ninety percent. That's yeah, not how that gotta works. be at least he didn't cheat ninety percent of the time. I'm so glad that you were never a star athlete because the woman you were with would have shot you in your face. Oh no, I'm five eight. Should have shot you in your face with shoes on. Um, mm-hmm. I got. I don't want to say I don't have any athletic ability because I'm not terrible at any sports, but I'm not good either. Like I said, <laughs> if you were a star athlete, the woman in your life would have shot you in your face. Yeah, He's completely a, understandably as well. Murder's never the answer, kid. So I'm listening to Bianca. If I was a star athlete, there probably would be no woman in my life. Clearly, nigga. Um, <laughs> this nigga would have this nigga would have 40 kids like DMX. <laughs> but uh, all I'm saying is that's light work. Uh, B, I heard you agree. Excuse me. You said it's light work. She's gonna shoot you. She's gonna shoot you. And I'm not snitching. No, that's disgusting. What if it was 34? Is that light work? Listen, if... Uh, You're angering her and she's just hearing about this. <laughs> no, 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 I saw it. I, I saw it. I saw the tweets the other day. Um, <laughs> if he was single and wanted to fuck 300 women, that's his business. The fact that he was fucking that many women and putting his wife 
in a position to catch diseases from 341 women is gross. With the STD rate being what it is right now in this country, you are just playing with your wife's health. I mean, if you want to play with your own health, that's fine. That's my issue with it. Like, if she doesn't have an issue with just the infidelity, then whatever, girl. Do Listen, you man. more power to you, boo boo? All I'm saying is the percentages. He would have been ill free throw shooting. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm wow. so glad. I'm so glad you just got a regular oh, ass job. He's a terrible That's all I'm person. Saying. Because because he'd he'd ended up, he'd been dead. He'd have had like <laughs> super syphilis or some shit. <laughs> he would have, bro. Syphilis. He would have had some wild shit. He got some shit you can't get rid of. Oh man, SCDs <laughs> here so, are so bad here now that they're like gonorrhea is gonna be the one that you can't get rid of next. <laughs> Y'all niggas need to chill out. Wear rubber, my nigga. Word. <laughs> it's real out here. Oh, niggas be in the clinic every week just because. <laughs> it's wild, son. <laughs> Wrap it up, my dude. All right, yo. Uh, <laughs> Let's get the know. fuck out of here. That was my um, there there is one subject up here that I do want to discuss, but I, there's a, some information, more information coming in. I want to wait a week to talk about it, but uh, we'll get to it. This Dallas, Dallas yeah, yeah, this yeah, Dallas yeah. cop situation. I want to. That shit wanna, is wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to read a little bit wild. more into it, but uh, and we'll you're not going to depress it. me any more than y'all have already. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, so uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe, listen, rate us. Yo, tell some friends, spread the word. We've gotten a lot of plays this past week. Yeah, yes, more plays thanks, than we got. Um, I. I'm a little surprised, actually, but uh, <laughs> let's, let's keep it coming. Um, keep it going. Keep telling a friend to tell a friend. Uh, shout out to, uh, I, I told Bianca to reach out. Shout out to Frankie. And what about your friend's podcast? They're doing a live show. Yes. Um, CT Comedy Theater. Um, so I'm, I wanted to have him on to see if Frankie wants to come on. or. But yes. I know they're busy, so we'll see what ends up happening with that. But were you about to say something? No. Oh, all right. Um, at the Goddamn Fools. At Chicks Took the Beard. At Miss Bianca Bissa. At the Black of Wall Street. Um, GDFools at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up. Um, rest in peace, Mac Miller. I'm yes. going uh, to end with this track. All right. Peace. Peace. I never take a day off, work around the clock, my engineer getting paid off, rock like Ace Up, light the weed and take off, so high I cannot see, ate off, now I got these rappers all breaking up a sweat, cause every time I get up on the mic I come correct, and I learned it from the best, always dressing something fresh, looking for a little dime, big button, nice chest, yes, they heard I used to rock guests, but now I'm rocking clothes that ain't in the stores yet, travel back in time, I'm in a vortex, trying to make it work out, think I need more Reps. Used to take a bus, now the boy board jets Cause kids got me bustin' like a fuckin' hornet They say I got next, tell them that I got now It's all Disney, boy, my family proud Make them say L, make them say O The hoes that tell me yes, the same ones that tell you no Whoa, I ain't just an average Joe Way above the average flow, boy, my life is most dope No matter where life takes me, find me with a smell Pursuit to be happy, only laughing like a child I never thought life would be this sweet It got me cheesing from cheek to cheek, ay, ay. And I ain't get away for nothing Cause that just ain't my style Life couldn't get better this gon' be the best day ever If it ain't about the dream, then it ain't about me Go a couple full weeks without a good night's sleep Imagination, making musical creation The journey that I'm facing, plus the paper that I'm chasing Got me crazy after saying with the lanes I see you hating But there's nothing that you